Hello again, and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts, and with me today, I have my chief wearer of many hats at May Create Design, Stacey Brockmeyer. Hi, hi. Now, we have clients that come to us and ask this question all the time. They have one business, and their business has multiple divisions. They know that they need a website, but they don't know if they just need one website or if they need many websites. And Stacy has a set of questions that she has them answer. And once she gets those answers, she tells them one website or many websites. So let's let Stacy take us through those questions right now so that way you can understand if you need one or many websites for your business with multiple divisions. Let's get to business. If you're a natural-born marketer, you're one lucky son of a gun. If you're like most people, marketing, especially online marketing, is about as appealing as standing in a police lineup. The May Create team of creatives has transformed websites and digital marketing from craptastic to fantastic since 2005. Our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, makes sense of marketing so you can make purposeful decisions instead of carrying on with the same old crap you've been doing. And now your host, Monica Pitts, founder of May Create, with another episode on how to make your marketing not suck. Okay, Stacey, let's start at the top. When you have a client that you're sitting down with and they have a a big business, they have multiple divisions, and they're not sure whether to build one website or multiple websites, how do you start that conversation? Oftentimes, I'm gonna start that conversation with lots of questions about the business in general, but really where I'm gonna dive into is how the audience buys the product or service, and if it's the same audience that buys, or if there's a lot of crossover. So the first question I often ask is, how do you answer the phone? Do you call all of your divisions the same thing? Do they have different phone numbers? Do they have different offices? And and so we'll start down that path. So one question I always ask is, do your businesses or your divisions share the same name? I think if the, if the answer is no, I, it's pretty automatic that you're probably going to have different websites while you might interlink those websites so that people can get from one to the other easily. If you have three logos at the top, they're just going to be confused. You know, it doesn't work out that well. It's like Athleta, Gap, and Old Navy. Three different logos, three different business names, all of them sell clothes. All of them really sell clothes to overlapping markets, but they're all branded really separately and marketed differently. So they get three websites. But they also link to all the other ones at the top of every website. And at the bottom. Like, once you add stuff to cart, they're like, hey, do you want to buy from one of our other companies? Click this thing. I'm an Old Navy shopper personally, so. Yep. So another question to think about is, what types of services are you offering? So I like to use like a residential and commercial builder in this aspect. So a lot of people who are soliciting commercial builders to build an office for them or to do um, work for them in that capacity are people who live in a house 
And so that they can they can use that same builder if they have a good experience to build their residential home as they use to build their office. And so that is very much you're providing the same service to two different audiences, but that audience can flip over to the other service really easily. And so I think that's super important to think about is how does the audience purchase and can they purchase from your other division relatively easily? And most of the time, those types of companies have the same name for both of their divisions. They oftentimes don't even have like a tagline underneath it that's different for commercial versus residential. They're usually just under the same umbrella. Yep, they have the same logo, they have the same colors, they have the same really service, just selling it in different ways to different people. And I think that's really important to to understand is, do your divisions have the same brand? Now, one thing that I do find confusing is, and so city websites do this and nonprofit websites do this all the time. So for example, in our city, city of Columbia, we have a fitness center. It's called the ARC. The ARC website inside of the city of Columbia website is, it's making none of the senses to me, okay? Because the ARC is called the ARC. I understand that it is provided by the city, but it has its own brand. And there's lots of information that's actually shared inside there. So it doesn't really make sense that they're like, all conjoined that they're all joined at the hip like it's the same place where i would go to learn about utility information it doesn't make sense to me i think that they should be two separate websites personally well and it's not commonly referred to as the city of columbia arc No. no it's just the arc and and i think we know that it's affiliated with the city but i would venture to say that the vast majority of the general public maybe doesn't until they go to search for it And then they're confused about why that website is on the city website with like weird sub pages and hard to find. Yeah, it's just a collection of PDFs. It's a hot mess. And then the second example that I find gets nestled together is nonprofits might have like a second entity. So, for example, let's say that your nonprofit has a secondhand store. The nonprofit's name is one thing. The secondhand store is another thing. Those mm-hmm. don't need to be the same website. They should be two separate websites. And your secondhand store's domain name should be the name of the secondhand store. People don't know necessarily that it's under your nonprofit. Now, it's different if your nonprofit's name is Goodwill. <laughs> That's slightly different, right? But a lot of them have a different name for their secondhand store than they would for their nonprofit. And in that way, they should be two separate websites. Even though the donors might donate clothes and donate money and all overlap, they I feel like they should be two separate sites. I think so too. And another example that in like the construction world is if you have a vertically integrated construction company where maybe you have a quarry and you have an asphalt plant and you have a paving company and you have a trucking company and you have, I mean, the list goes on and on, right? I mean, it's vertically integrated. So you have all of the services and products. Most of the time in the construction world, those entities operate completely separately from one another, even though they're owned by a parent company. And so 
in that case, we would have a parent company website that links to all of them, but then each one would also have their individual website and their individual domain name and their individual logo and their individual set of brochures and and, and all of that with different brands. Because they're always, they're hiring different people to work at their different locations. Like you just have to think about it. Like if somebody is looking for this division, how are they looking for it? And if it's not directly tied by to the parent company, it doesn't make sense to even try to house them together. It's better to just separate them to start and then link them back and forth. Mm-hmm. I think that's, it's super important to think about it that way. Now, one thing that I think about when just working my way down the list of thoughts of whether it should be just one website or multiple websites is the staffing. So we were just talking about staffing. But if you have a service and all the services are sold by the exact same person, then I sort of think that it could be all in the same website. What do you think? You're probably really doing your your salesperson a disservice by having them in two separate websites because people get confused or they think that they left one company to go to another company and they're not sure where this person works. And so they're, they're just, it's, it could be very confusing for the general public because in those scenarios, a lot of people don't understand who owns that company. They just know that they work with company X and John was the salesperson for Company X, and then they Google searched John's name, and now it shows up on Company Y, and I think you're doing your salesperson a disservice if you try to put them on many websites. I feel like I could have a whole discussion about whether you should rename things, like divisions inside of your company as different things, (laughs) because, like, for example, if you're an optometrist, and you have an optical store within your optometry practice, should they be named different things? Absolutely and not. Yes, I don't think they should either. But if you ask people, why did you name them different things? They'll be like, well, what if I ever wanted to sell one and not the other? And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, they could rebrand it. I, like, is that a problem that you have to solve in naming your company and completely confusing your market, right? So you can end up confusing people. And I find that, um, like, if you only have one salesperson selling all your services, then your company is probably small enough that you don't need two websites. You're just confusing humans at that point in time. Like, let's kind of keep it together. Mm-hmm. And then the last thought that I had was, Is your website just an online brochure? So if your website isn't highly interactive with your clients and prospects and it's just an online brochure telling people about what you do, it is easier to have two of those if that's what it comes down to and it's going to make things clearer for people. You could just have two websites at that point in time. I mean, yeah. You're not replicating a bunch of functionality. It's simple. You're telling a story and you're telling it underneath the brand of one division and underneath the brand of another division. And they're just simple storytelling websites. And that that would be fine. Yeah. Okay, Stacey, anything else? Anything else that you consider? No, I really think that you just have to think about how your audience interacts with your company and how they know you. I mean, really, if they know that you are X company residential and X company commercial and you 
have different names and, and they know that that is how it is, then think about that. And if you answer the phone as one name for one company and one name for the other division, you know, like think about those things because that is how your audience knows you. And ultimately the goal is for them not to be confused when they're looking for you. I think it's the most important thing to think about. If you have conversations with your your audience and they say, oh, I didn't know that those two things were tied together, then that might be an indicator to you that you may actually need to have two separate websites because they're not going to be searching for this other service underneath the parent company name or the the name of the nonprofit. They will look for it with the specific service name. And it will be easier for them to find in Google if it is tied to a domain name and a specific business listing in Google that is all joined. And I'm not saying you can't educate them. Totally educate them. That's really important. But when it comes down to your website, you want people to be able to find it. So if you continually get the, I didn't, I didn't know that you did that. It might be because it's really branded underneath another name and people just don't know. So either switch the name or divide it. Yep. Okay, friends, so hopefully if you are one business with multiple divisions, you now have some type of a clue of whether you need one website or many websites. Thank you, Stacy. You're welcome. So um, we have a write-up of this lovely podcast over at maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com, where you can Read these things in case you're a visual learner and not an audio learner like myself. So hop on over there and check it out. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose. Thanks again for listening to Marketing with Purpose. Head over to maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. Yeah, you heard me right, M-A-Y-E-create.com for podcast notes and more resources to grow your business. Don't let your marketing suck. Get your pride on. Market with purpose.